Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Okay. Another goodie, another episode in our Nike Talk of the Yard series. This conversation was pleasant from beginning to end. I will say that Mustafa Speaks is a genuinely kind person. He is. I will say he's a genuinely kind man. Um, We had a quick call just to tap in before we met for the first time. Um, before getting to Hampton and he was just so generous with you know whatever y'all need I'm here and ask me whatever and just in a way that just felt so welcoming and um, eased any tension or nervousness any nerves that we might be feeling so to get on the stage and feel like you already brother and sister I was gonna say that the conversation that we had with uh, Mustafa and Morgan as well was very familial Mm -hmm. it felt very familiar I felt like I was speaking to an old friend. Kindred spirits is what they'd call it. That's what it. That's what it felt. It definitely felt like I was having conversations with the kindred kindred spirits, mm-hmm. and also just the willingness to share and be transparent is something that I do not take for granted because I know that it can be hard. It can be difficult, but channeling that energy of maybe fear and not wanting to be as open. And providing value to other people is something that is really a gift. Yeah, and the more we get comfortable sharing our stories and being vulnerable and transparent, we allow permission and give permission for other people to do the same. So this conversation was vulnerability, transparency personified. It was. It was beautiful. Um, We know that there are so many gems for you to pick up throughout, so keep your ears tuned to the voice of Morgan and Mustafa. Let's get into it. So we're going to continue in this energy that we have going and we're going to welcome to the stage Mustafa Speaks and Morgan McCoy. What's happening? What's happening? Hi, ladies. Hi, hi, fellow Hamptonians, pirates. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're going to start with you, Mustafa. Uh, these are both Hampton alum, too. So. so good to see my family. So good to see y'all. Yes. Can you uh, share a little bit about your personal journey here at an HBCU and how it's impacted your life, your career, being an actor, a motivator? Absolutely. So... First off, the only reason you're seeing me sit here right now is because of this place. It's because of Hampton University. Uh, Morgan and I connected in 2007, when did you come in? 2005, 2005 when she came in. I came in in 2004, graduated 2007. When I came to Hampton University, it was the best decision I've ever made. I came from a PWI my first year in 2003. And once I stepped my foot on this campus and saw this, 
all of these beautiful black faces from different walks of life, so many different cultures, I knew I was home. And the reason I knew I was home, because I come from a place called Booker T. Washington Projects, Jersey City, New Jersey. And all I knew was community. All I knew was looking to the right and to the left of me and having some support, having that love, that genuine love. And that's exactly what I felt when I stepped on this stage. So from that, this became a breeding ground from, for me. I studied at the Marine and Environmental Science Building. I studied sharks over there by the water. But not only that, I played football. And uh, I know you see this ring right here, right? You see, see this ring shining? <laughs> I played football in 0405. But because I took an academic scholarship, I stopped playing football. I stayed over in the Marine Science Building. But from there, I had an opportunity to step on stage at the Little Theater. This is when that seed was planted to be here right now as an actor. But had I not come to Hampton, had I not made the relationships and connections in Hampton, I wouldn't be here before you. And that's also where my heart for community, my heart for, for my brothers, my sisters, was cultivated and developed here on this campus. Morgan, this is for you. We know that HBCUs has a rich history of creating influential leaders. As a director and actor, how do you plan on continuing that tradition of leadership in the work that you do? So such a great question. I really believe that it's important to think about the next generation. So making sure that you're creating content that when I leave this earth, that it's something that people can learn from and grow from and be inspired by. And so with the projects we create, that's the whole focus and the goal. And in specifically speaking about leadership with HBCUs, we're telling a story about various HBCU graduates first students of HBCUs who've made huge impacts. And of course, as a Hamptonian, we're kicking off telling a story and in involving people for, they, for them to know about James Fields, the first student of Hampton, who went from being an enslaved man, considered property, to owning 25 properties. Were you all familiar with James Fields at all? Have you ever heard of him? Prepared to be educated. Seriously. So. Mustafa, if you could give a piece of advice for the college students that are here today about maximizing their experience while they're here, what would it be? Well, Brother Terrence J raised a lot of good points, <clears throat> one of which is that lateral connection. The reason why, and again, another reason I'm sitting here is because of this relationship. Had Morgan not reached out to me about doing the film first class, I wouldn't have been, been able to be connected to the university again to do Streetcar Named Desire over in the little, little theater building. Because of her giving me a call and because of our connection as, as students, we developed and built a relationship that's coming back together about 20 years later. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm able to plug back in with you all. If you look to the right and look to the left of you, and see the people, <laughs> funny, and see the people that are sitting next to you. These are the ones that's going to help encourage you. These are the ones that's going to relate to you where you are. Understand the struggles. 
understand the pains, right? This also goes back in and tap into the, the self-care and the mental health. They're going to identify with where you are and be able to encourage you with where you are. And everything that is for you in the future will come. But just be patient and enjoy this moment and this experience because I tell you, there is nothing like this experience right now while you're here in the experience. I so wish I could go back. I'm enjoying where I am now. Don't, don't get me twisted. But there's nothing like sitting there as a student absorbing this type of information and this experience. So maximize where you are now because that's gonna enrich who you will become. I love that you speak on maximizing the moment and also touching on feeling like you wish you could go back because I've been having those feelings lately too, like, ooh, if I could just go back and do this differently or even just savor that moment more, I would because it was such a pivotal and precious moment. And I could think of one time in college that, or an experience in college that altered my brain chemistry when I entered college, I was a bio major. When I was young, I always said, I'm gonna be a doctor all the way like from five to when I got to college. And then when I got to college and I got in that organic chemistry class, I was like, actually, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm gonna be a doctor. And so I changed my major to psychology, which has influenced the work that I'm doing today. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. So Morgan, I would ask you if you could share an experience during your time here at Hampton that impacted you and changed the way that you showed up today? Absolutely. So I started at all white schools, elementary, middle, high school, and so I desperately wanted to be around my people, right? And so I came to Hampton as a theater major. And in theater, I just said, I'm an actress. I want to be a star. I don't want to write. I don't want to direct. I don't want to do any of that. But in the theater program, they wisely told us we needed to take playwriting, directing, and I found a love for writing. The same love that I had portraying a character on stage, I loved writing characters, and I would have never known that had it not been for what I learned here at Hampton University. And years later, here we are, we filmed a movie that I wrote from a skill that I learned at Hampton, right here at Hampton, with fellow Hamptonian. So I'm very thankful. So being in the career field that you're in, being an actor and in the entertainment industry, I'm sure you hear a lot of no's and a lot of rejection. Can you share a moment when you have faced adversity and heard rejection or gotten rejection? And how did you maintain motivation and focus to continue to push past it and maybe share some advice for someone who might be dealing with rejection in their life? Absolutely. Um, my first experience with dealing with quote unquote rejection, is just because of where I'm from, how I grew up, right? Uh, for me specifically, the way I live my lifestyle and the, the only way I can endure the things that I endure now on the level that I, I am is through a lifestyle that I call an SS3D lifestyle. Stand strong in the three dimensions of your being, your mind, body, and spirit. This is something that, that I preach to myself and I preach to my, my four children every day. If you do everything that you can to improve your mind, you read. We talked about uh, podcasts, listening to podcasts or downloading audiobooks. If you read and do your best to maximize your professionalism and maximize your, your mental state, 
there's nothing you can't overcome mentally. Do everything you can to improve your body. I mean, even as you, as you sit there right now, you have to think about what you're doing to maximize your temple. This is your temple. Everything thrives from this thing. How are you improving that? And then your spirit. I mean, do I really need to elaborate on that? Your spirit is your foundation of all things. So I say to myself and my children, if you do at least one thing every day to improve all of those aspects, then there's nothing that can break you when it comes to rejection. Because nobody is going to be able to have that much power over you to break you when it comes to rejection. And I continue to put these into quotes because it's a perspective. I hear a lot of no's, right? But is that a rejection? No. How am I being rejected? Because something that I'm doing or a product that I have, it doesn't fit them. If you're going to the store and you're trying to you know, buy some, buy some food, you're not feeling like chicken today. So you decide to get your turkey. Is the chicken rejected? No, you just had a different choice. And I'm speaking to this specifically as an actor because that's what it's like as an actor. Somebody just may have a different taste for whatever their, their product is at the end of the day. But as you continue to matriculate here, and as you continue to move through life, do your best to compartmentalize what rejection means to you and how you empower and build up yourself mentally, spiritually, physically. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm really glad that you discussed like the mindset shift that it takes when it comes to thinking about rejection or taking L's, you know? And I just wanna let you guys know and share with you that nothing that's for you will ever pass you. It doesn't matter Amen. what it is. So you don't have to look to the person to your left or the person to your right and compare your journey or your experiences to theirs and feel like I'm not getting what I should have or they have what I have or don't have and I've been doing this longer. You know, there's so many thoughts that go through our mind when it comes to comparing ourselves to other people and it doesn't end whether you're in college or I'm 35 and I still be like, damn, you know, like I still struggle with that kind of thing. But I just want to invite you to shift your mindset around what it means to live your own race or run your own race and be in your own journey. So yeah. I just wanted to veggie back on that. No, that's great. That's great. Veggie back. <laughs> Speaking of challenges, I know in hindsight, when we look back, the challenges are very minor, especially when we think about our college experience. We, we pretty much like magnify and highlight the good times that we had. But when you're in the thick of it, when you're in college and you're dealing with the challenges and the money is low and you're trying to figure out how to pass classes, eat, be successful, do all of the things. Put your looks together. I see y'all. Right. What heels you going to wear on the yard? It's just a lot. So, Morgan, can you identify a challenge that you had to overcome in your, during your college experience and how that has impacted you today? Yes, I had to learn to love Morgan, that I didn't have to become someone else, look like someone else, talk like someone else. I had to just own being me and being comfortable with being me and knowing that I was enough, right? And so we hear the quotes about if they don't want to give you a seat at the table, then you bring your own. I'm a woman of faith and Jesus was a carpenter. Sometimes you have to make your own table you know what I mean and like that. here I was this 
this, have this passion for history, a desire to act, a woman of faith. It seemed like, how do these things all, all connect? But for 10 years, I've had my own production company, and we've been touring. We've been touring 90 colleges, telling stories that connect history and, and people. And, and so, again, what is meant for you, like you just said, will come to you, and you do not have to force something to happen. And I learned that here at Hampton. I learned how to be okay with all the different aspects of me, that that's who I was supposed to be. And I remember, um, we were in Streetcar Named Desire as my freshman year, and Mustafa was a phenomenal actor then, and we all knew he was a star. We just knew he was just gonna go far with whatever he did. And I remember writing a thank you note. I don't know if you remember. I, I wrote, I I wrote a thank, like a, I wrote to all the castmates. Like I felt like there was a word that God had me, wanted to encourage them in their career, and I wrote him and everybody in the, and that, that part of like being grateful, me being who I was then, allowed me to be able to come back and say, hey friend, you know? Um, and I'm thankful for, for all of the things that I learned and just knowing that we're in a cutthroat industry, but you do not have to be cutthroat. You know, you can be who you're supposed to be every day. And, and you being you will allow relationships to be able to be built and sustain and put you in the next. Authenticity will take you far. Mm -hmm. So just remain who you are and stay yeah. true to yourself. And I just love that you share that story. So being the face of a brand and have, having to always be on, being in the front of, you know, just being so visible, having to be on social media and being subjected to people's opinions. Um, Mustafa, how do you balance everything that's going on in your world, the social media drama or whatever could be happening, and, um, you know, your mental health? How do you balance your mental health amidst all of your projects and dealing with Dealing what with, you're dealing with. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to cut you off. I'm so glad that you that you asked me that question and you um, you brought up social media. Listen, listen, y'all. <laughs> listen, social media is not real. Yeah. Okay? I was sitting back there as Terrence was up here just observing the crowd. And a lot of you were just sitting there scrolling on your phones while gems are being dropped. Do you hear me? You're sitting on your phone scrolling while gems are being dropped and you're missing the moment. I drive around campus and I see many of you just walking with your heads down, looking at your phones. There's so much gold around you. Just separate and unplug from social media because that is not real. Everybody, think of yourself. Everybody is putting up their best images and those images are doctored. That's not reality. What's reality is what you're doing on a daily basis. And I hear the moniker that, look, if it's not on social media, it didn't happen. That's BS. What's happening is happening behind the scenes. You don't have to always be shown. So how I unplug and make sure that I keep my peace is I unplug. And then when I am on social media, if any of you follow me or if any of you see me, I just do my best to keep it real. Yeah, I'm, I'm fly on there sometimes. I'm not going to front. Why would I front? I mean, I'm flying on there, and then what I do is I just show my lifestyle, which is, again, SS3, mind, body, spirit. I, excuse me, do my best to share whatever word is on my heart at the moment, or I'm showing my workout videos, or I'm there with my family. That's part of my unplugging. I'm with my family, my kids, you know? That's part of how I nourish my, my body. 
I love on my wife, I love on my kids, I let them love on me. And you know, this gives me, takes me to a, another little segment. Like I'm working on a podcast called Man Love. Because us as men and young men, we don't understand that it's important to love on ourselves. And then the women, or the young, young women don't understand how to love us because we don't know how to love us. We don't know what that looks like. You dig what I'm saying? I grew up with five kings. I consider them five kings, which is my father and four uncles. So I got to see what it looks like for men to be vulnerable. I got to see what it looks like for men to be angry and fully angry and fully themselves because me as a black man in this industry, I can't be ex fully expressive. Mm -hmm. And I know many of you watch the show that I'm on, which I can't really talk about, but it deals with a lot of that, mm -hmm. right? Brothers and, and particularly that guy and that other guy together, they, you know, deal with men's stuff. Yeah. You understand? So it's important for us to understand what we need to do for ourselves, know what's real in social media and what's not, mm -hmm. right? And then when we do unplug, nourish our bodies mentally, physically, and spiritually. So that's how I do that for myself. That's a bar right there. Social media is not real, but it does run our lives, unfortunately. It's that time again. Say hello to Yard Runners 4.0. For the fourth consecutive year, we're thrilled to introduce Nike Yard Runners, dynamic change makers hailing from HBCUs nationwide, including Howard University, Tennessee State University, Prairie View A&M, Florida A&M, Southern University, Winston-Salem State University, North Carolina A&T, Hampton University, and Bowie State University. They proudly uphold their school's rich legacies, serving as beacons of inspiration and transformation. Basically, they're rewriting history and repping their school's legacies like bosses. Discover their compelling stories that started on the yard. Explore the exclusive Yard Runners inspired HBCU gear, and most importantly, ignite your inspiration. Head to Nike.com or the Nike app and grab your school or Yard Runner gear now. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing to help me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent. 
giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh, high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. Morgan, since we're on the topic of mental health, I would ask you how has attended an HBCU formed your perspective on mental health and well-being? I'm so thankful for the relationships that I was able to build at Hampton and attending this particular HBCU. But I feel like HBCUs all across the country, we are able to establish very unique relationships. And either my friends were theater heads or psychologists. So it was interesting when you said your major was psychology. Um, so for me, having those genuine friendships, those sisters that I was able to be honest and vulnerable with, and have some hard talks with, um, and having counseling, you know, and realizing at Hampton at the time, and I'm sure there's something 
like that now, but they really encouraged everyone to talk about what challenges they were facing. They had a counseling service. And so there was a moment in time I went through a, a devastating breakup, kind of like Terry, Terry J, Terrence J said. Um, so I went through a breakup and I remember being on Twitch. I was a Twitch trendsetter. I don't know. Yeah! Um, I was having heart palpitations. It was just, you know, I, the, the guy, it, it was devastating for me at that moment. And I thought my world ended. And I needed to talk, I needed help. And I'm so glad I was in an environment where counseling was encouraged, where sisterhood was encouraged. And so that lesson I learned as an 18 year old at Twitchell, I was able to take with me in every season of my life, knowing that you can get through and you do need to get help sometime um, and know that you don't have to do it alone. I'm glad that you said that sisterhood definitely does heal. I feel like I've healed a lot through my friendship with Germany and the community that we've built with our podcast. It's based on like friendship and relationships and really honing in on those and recognizing how powerful they are and how powerful we are together. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Mustafa, you, um, when we were on a social media bag, you were talking about how you use that time to unplug and love on your family and allow them to love on you. Can you continue to speak on the importance of support systems, you know, whether it's your friends, your family, mental health professionals, when it comes to managing difficult times, and even in the context of your career? A support system is everything. It's everything. No one does anything in a bubble. You understand? For me, that's absolutely paramount, and I go to therapy. I've been going through to therapy for the past, religiously, for the past about seven years. And the thing that sparked it was a divorce, a personal divorce. Oh, well, of course it's personal, because it's a divorce. <laughs> a divorce. And I knew that if I did not go with all of the trauma that I've already experienced in life, with the death you know, of, of family members, and just a lot of things that we don't need to unpack right now, because I unpacked it in therapy, um, Knowing that I did, was dealing with all that, it was important that I, I get some, some professional help. Mm -hmm. That was a life changer. It was a life changer because I was able to speak with a person, a professional, that was unbiased, that had no, you okay, ladies? You all right? Okay, all right. Uh, because there was somebody that didn't have any kind of vested interest in telling me what I should do or what shouldn't do, but they just listened purely. So therapy was paramount for me, but family is everything. Mm -hmm. Those are people that I know are gonna love me unconditionally. When my daughters, my three daughters look at me in my eyes, they're just looking at daddy, you know, when they wanna put sand or grass on my head and you know, all of that stuff, they just wanna play with daddy. No matter how much I felt like I failed, mm -hmm. or no matter how much I felt like I didn't do what I need to do for them, or for my wife or any, they're gonna love me without conditions. And that's what unconditional love is. Mm -hmm. So when you say, oh, I love this person unconditionally, unconditional love means regardless of what this person does, you still will love them. Does it mean you have to like them? Does this mean you have to deal with them? No. But think of God's love, mm -hmm. right? It's unconditional, you can always go back and you know, repent, get washed. That doesn't mean you keep allowing a person to do some disgusting stuff to you. Don't ever be disrespected, but 
you love yourself enough to still be able to forgive and love and move forward and not be beholden to that and to them. So support laterally, support from, your, from people behind you, and support from above is super paramount. And right now, right now, I want you to take advantage of everything that you have. Take advantage of everything that you have, all the support, because this is gonna be, as I said at the beginning, the breeding ground for everything that you will become. You're part of something elite. And lastly, on this point, this is support. Reason we're sitting up here right now, and I really hope that you're taking this, you're taking this for the magnitude that it is. Morgan and I sitting on this stage right now, almost 20 years later, is not by coincidence and is not a little thing. For me to be on the level that I am, and for her to be on the level that she is, speaking to you and giving you these gems shows you up front that you can do this and more. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan, if you could give the students one piece of advice, like if you can go back to the time when you were a student, what is one piece of advice that you feel like would have been very beneficial and important for you to hear in that moment. There is a tomorrow. Sometimes when there is a lot of exams or there's an issue with a friend or a financial struggle or issue with financial aid or whatever, it seems like it's the biggest problem. I don't know how I'm gonna make it through X, Y, and Z, whatever that looks like. But there is tomorrow. So be mindful of one, to keep hope that your worst day, if it was the worst day you've ever had, well, tomorrow's a new day, right? That, but also the things that we do right now in this moment, the things that you say about someone or don't say about someone, fights that happen or frustration, texts that are given, all, there is a tomorrow. So the person that you had an issue with one day over something trivial could be the one that chooses to hire you or not hire you 10 years later. So we just need to remember that there is tomorrow. So before we react, cause harm to ourselves or to someone else, no, think about tomorrow. That's what my advice would be, because there is tomorrow. So Mustafa, um, I, first off, I wanna say that all of you all are change makers here in the audience. I know that we're talking with change makers, but all of you all have dreams and aspirations that I know that I can speak for all of us know that you will go forth and do everything that you're supposed to do and, and be the person that you're supposed to become. But Mustafa, do you have any advice or a message that you wanna share with the students here who might be dealing with some mental health issues and still need to push past and work towards attaining their dreams? You're not alone. You're not alone. 
You've heard this several times already, but there are other people dealing with the same emotions, not the same situations, the same emotions that you're dealing with. So know you will overcome, okay? There is tomorrow, all right? You're not alone. And I want you not to just hear that, but feel that. I know when I was in the darkest place of my life, when I was going through, the, through, through my divorce, give you a quick little story, give you a, a glimpse into it. My wife and I at the time, we met out in LA. We got connected, we moved really fast. Uh, we, we had our first child together. We weren't really together, you know, that whole stuff, that whole thing. But we had our first child and I said, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna make sure I stay there, stay with her, make her an honest woman. We got married. Uh, we had a lot of on and off, but I knew I didn't wanna leave because we had a child together. Ended up having another child together. And I'm like, ah, I just got myself a little deep into something I wasn't really in in the first place. I'm beating myself up, beating myself up. And this is where a lot of the stress, and I guess now talking about it, is where a lot of my depression started to come in. Fast forward, it didn't work out, we got a divorce. She was originally from Alabama. She decided to move from Los Angeles to Alabama in a little tiny, tiny, tiny town in Alabama where I would have to travel two planes, a two planes, a car, and a bus. And if I didn't have a car, it would be like three buses just to see my two young children. Having been a hands-on dad, a stay-at-home dad, be with them 24-7 to having nothing broke me as a man. Broke me. And I thought I was the only one dealing with that. I remember laying prostrate on my face, crying when I come in from training somebody, because I was a personal trainer at the time, giving them all the encouragement, empowerment, and love. But I come home to my studio apartment, because I had to downsize, studio apartment, to crying for hours. This big, strong man crying for hours. But there's tomorrow, and I knew that I would be okay. And I'm sitting here now, I'm okay. So you will be okay. Mm -hmm. Just get up off the floor, mm -hmm. get up off your face, put one foot in front of the other, and go get everything you deserve. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you understand? Thank you so much for sharing your inspiring stories. Um, I would just love to take a moment for you to share what you have going on and the ways that we as a community and the students here can continue to support you. So we have a, a new series called First Class, and it is an anthology series about HBCUs, the first students of HBCUs, the foundation of how HBCUs got started. And again, of course, we wanted to kick off with the, the first pilot episode is right here at Hampton, starring Mustafa Speaks. He, he, uh, he's a phenomenal in it, and I'm just so thankful uh, for, for him saying yes. And so you can follow us, First Class HBCUs. It is a story about a young freshman quarterback who is at a predominantly white institution. 
and a racist email is leaked. And so he decides to take his agency to tr and say, I'm leaving the school. You're not gonna have me and be racist too in a leadership position. And so he goes on an HBCU tour, his, his father and family, uh, they take him on tour and he uh, comes first to Hampton and, and learns a lesson, I'll say that. It's a, it's a very engaging, uh, thought-provoking, fun, film and uh, I knew when I wrote it that we needed the right cast. We had to have the right people. Um, and so I messaged Mustafa and I said, I wrote something and I wrote it for you and I think you'd be great in it. And, um, and he said, send me the materials. And um, I was like holding my breath, like, okay, okay. I, was, I got so nervous when you said email it to me. I was like, oh, he, he said, send it to us. So I sent it. And then he reached right back and was like, I love it, I'm in. And I'm so thankful. You guys are gonna love love the story. So uh, Mustafa's playing the father, Jamarcus Kilgore is playing the son, phenomenal oh, actor, yeah. Uh, and uh, Michael Lamel, who's also a graduate of Hampton, um, is is starring in it well. So, so it's a really, really great uh, series. We're excited about the kickoff and starting with Hampton, but you can, again, follow us, First Class HBCUs. We have some really cute merch, as well as check out our website, follow us on social media and stay tuned the trailer is going to be dropping at the game yes, yes. okay yes. I, I said it like uh, right okay <laughs> it's on social today so you can check it out for sure uh, myself first class series can't wait can't wait for you all to see it check it out uh first class series yes three s's in that why so many s's Morgan? I know. So <laughs> <laughs> uh streetcar named desire Tomorrow, 7 p.m. Friday, 2 p.m. Come on out. The tickets, I believe, are $5 for students, all right? $5 for students. Make sure you go to the box office and uh, inquire about that. I would love to see you there. Love, love, love to see you there. Not only am I in it, Mr. Lamar Rucker is in it, but the most important piece is your peers. Your peers are starring in it, and your peers are the ones that's behind the scenes in the crew making this thing happen. So come out and support. And then the other stuff I have going on, can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. If you're not aware, because of the whole strike and everything with the, with the unions, mm -hmm. uh, so I, because of my union, I can't talk about it. But independent, <laughs> this is this is true. But I'm union, so I can't. You know, it's a big it's a big difference between being union and then being independent producers and all that. No, I can't. It depends on, we can talk about that later. We can talk about that later. Um, but yes, a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good stuff. Make sure you all are following both Mustafa and Morgan on social when, so when everything gets back up and running, we can support you all. We will be supporting you both from where we are. We encourage you to do the same. And we are so thankful and appreciative for you both for joining us today in this conversation. I learned a lot. I hope you all learned and take, took away a lot. And thank you all for showing up today for us and for yourselves. We appreciate it. And stick around. There are going to be some giveaways. Um, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of your homecoming. And thank you for welcoming us. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ladies, ladies, beautiful job. Oh, yes. This Absolutely. is amazing. Please give me a round of applause. This platform that you have and what you're doing and the ease in which you do it, the, the openness in which you do it, the passion in which you do it is beautiful to see and witness. And you're shining, like you're gorgeous, you got Nike behind, like this is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So you inspire us, you inspire me. Thank you yeah. for all, all the things that you're doing right now. Thank you so much.
that was a conversation for the dreamers. Yeah. You know, the people who have an idea that might feel super big, especially compared to where you're at, when you're just a, a person in college or a person just beginning your career, and you have all of these big dreams and aspirations that you want to accomplish. And then you get to the other side and you're like, wow, mm -hmm. I really did that. Yeah. I actually accomplished that. That's what I was feeling the whole time listening to the conversation with them. Like, wow, they had a vision, they had a dream, and they really made it happen. Yeah. And I think, th you know, this is the perfect name for this campaign. You know, the Yard Runners being inspiration change makers. I, it, it's so inspiring seeing other people live out their dreams and it gives you hope that you can continue and do the same, you know, and like you don't have to be afraid to reach. And if you fall or fail, I'm using fail in air quotes, you know, there's still opportunity to get up and try again. And I think that's what their messaging and their story was telling us is like you can do whatever you want to do and just accept the journey, all of the in between. Um, it was just so, so mm. It was good. I've enjoyed. Yummy, yummy. I've really enjoyed this series. And again, I hope you all are gaining some value from it as well. We we would like to be back. <laughs> we will be back. We would like to be back and to continue doing this work. This is some of the most fulfilling work that I've ever participated in. So. I agree. The HBCU system has my heart. It has my heart, baby. It has my heart. If I have a kid, that's where they'll be. We're shipping them off. Get on into an HBCU. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pleasant. It's been pleasant. And uh, I don't think there's anything else to say. There's nothing else to say but share. Yeah, share. Share the episode, share the conversation, and share the knowledge. And support. That's yes. what I'm going to say, support. There's so many ways for you to support the Nike Yard Runners, the, the change makers that we're talking to. You know, they have amazing projects going on. Connect with them via social. Support in any way that you can. If it's sharing this episode, following what it is that they have coming up, we have to learn how to support each other in a more tangible way. So I want to see it happen. Make That's it what happen. I'm going to say. Make it happen, Captain. Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Bye.